0: Things are really unbelievable in France right now, as they are in much of the world. But we wanted to take a specific look at France because there we've seen viral videos of people being thrown out of supermarkets and things like that when they're trying to get food because they don't have a COVID passport or something of that nature. We're going to talk to our French correspondent, Jean Smits, who's on the ground in France, and find out what's really going on. We've seen tons of demonstrations, hundreds of them. Are they all real? How many are there? We're going to find out right now. Stay tuned. Let's begin, as we always do, with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Jeanne Smits, welcome to the program.
1: Hello, John Henry Weston. I'm so glad to be with you all.
0: It is so good for LifeSite News to have you on the ground in France to be able to bring us all of what's going on there. Just unbelievable things happening. The uh, We've seen video of people being thrown out of what looks like supermarkets, lineups of security guards there tossing them out some of them blocking others we're going to get to that in a moment first of all i want to hear from you because you were at several of these demonstrations uh where they've been going on all over france with tons of people are they really happening what's going on there
1: well the demonstrations started after july 12th on july 12th president emmanuel macron Announced that a sanitary pass would be required in in many locations, leisure and cultural locations, and also, as of uh, August, uh, restaurants, cafes, long distance trains, uh, hospitals, visiting people in homes for the elderly, and so on, and also mandatory vaccines for health workers. And that's in a very large sense because ambulance drivers and so on are also involved. So this uh, this created an enormous Unrest, I'd say, and people became very anxious about this because very many people do not want to receive the COVID vaccine. And the way the law is uh, is arranged, you hardly have a, an interesting life, and there's many things you can't do, and you can actually lose your job if you're in one of the one of the, the involved uh, professions. There's many things you can't do if you don't get the vaccine. So on the first Saturday after that, that was July 17, there were, uh, let's say, I think about 160 demonstrations all over France. This is holidays. People are far away from home. Often they're at the beach or they're in the mountains. And in 150 or 160 towns all over France, there were massive demonstrations. And that's something that France has never seen before. I mean, you know, in France, when you're a a politician, and you want to reform something that's very un- unpopular you do it in the middle of summer because nothing will happen nobody will be paying attention and this time there were from the start i'd say i went to van on that first saturday and there must have been uh 5000 people i'm not I, i'm not really bad at evaluating a crowd i'd say 5000 5, which was what the organizers said was it was reasonable and then we returned every Saturday, and the number of demonstrations kept growing. So now, uh, last Saturday, when I was not able to go, there were 250 towns in France, big towns, small towns, with some had, let's say, about 200 people because they're hardly larger than villages. But in most of those places, you had thousands of people. Uh, In Paris, you had, every Saturday, four different marches, which were were organized by different people and all very, very, very crowded marches. And I'd say the movement is growing. Of course, the government is putting out uh, numbers that are very low. And for last Saturday, I think they gave something like 167, 503 people, you know, 503. They had counted them all. Having seen videos of many of those marches, I can say that this is is just absolutely untrue. It cannot be true. Uh, I think the government is worried about this, and I don't know how it'll end, because uh, when we had the yellow vest demonstrations a few years ago, that was in 2019, it ended up with provocations and violence, often uh, police piloted violence. And this could happen here. But what is true is that in those marches, people are so happy to see each other because they feel they're not alone. I met one lady, one, one friend who said, oh, I went to a little march in the town next to, next to where I was because I'm feeling so alone. And seeing other people who are, who are, who are on the same, who, who think the same as I do is very, very important.
0: With regard to the churches, how is the situation there with regard to attendance at church? Are you able to go? Are there still restrictions?
1: There are restrictions in so far as you're I think you're still obliged to keep 1 meter distance. In fact, the churches were explicitly excluded from the sanitary pass law uh, by by Macron himself. President Macron said we can't touch that because it's a constitutional right. That's very interesting because it's it's been recognised as a constitutional right because there was a lawsuit after the first confinement when they wanted to keep attendance very low in churches, and a group of uh, traditional Catholics decided to go before the co- Council of State, which can which goes over administrative uh, executive decisions, and that said, no, you can't you can't uh, you can't regulate regulate church at- attendance in the same way as you regulate uh, other attendance. So we have, uh, we have churches where we can go normally. Attendance in the Novus Ordo parishes has gone down a great deal. I'd say about 30% from what I hear. I happen to go to traditional Latin mass, and those churches are fuller than ever before. And they have been all through the, all through the confinements. The churches where I've been are well, you have you have a standing room only and uh, nothing actually happens up to now there's been very little control uh, 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 of social distancing as they say in churches so uh in tlm masses, in any case it's really people just go to, to to mass and don't don't ask any questions and i know that in some parishes people don't actually wear masks as they should do and uh well, there's been no cluster, uh, no, no COVID cluster there, as far as I know.
0: Wow. Now, very interestingly, this freedom is allowed because someone took the initiative to actually sue uh, for the rights that they have. Very, very interesting indeed. I believe it wouldn't have been
1: possible otherwise. Wow. To, to go to church now, normally.
0: One of the things I wanted to ask you, there's viral videos going all around the internet about shopping centres in France, kicking people out. Uh, it looked like some elderly people trying to enter into a, a, what looked like a grocery store and being blocked by a row of security guards. There was another one, one big, huge security guard actually taking a woman and throwing her out uh, because she didn't have uh, the, the so-called uh, sanitary pass. Um, tell us about that.
1: Well, the sanitary pass, as you know, it, it's proof of vaccination or Proof that you're COVID negative, but you need to have a a test for that, an antigen test or a PCR test that's less than 72 hours old. And uh, many people just don't want to bother with that uh, and have stopped going to restaurants and cafes and whatever. But of course, you have to go and do your your, uh, shopping for your food. There are a number of departments in France. Uh, France is divided into about 100 administrative departments. Departments. In some of them, the prefect, that is the representative, representative of the government, has decided that the rate of COVID infections is so high he needs to close, as the law allows him to do, all very big shopping centers that are larger than 20,000 square meters. And there aren't so very many in France, I'd say about 100, well, 150, 200, where this law is at present applicable. So normally, people who go there uh, aren't allowed to come in with the without a sanitary pass, except if they're going to do food shopping. That's the law. Uh, Unfortunately, there has been excessive zeal in some of those places and people have been, as you said, uh, kicked out quite violently in some cases. And in any case, they feel as if they just can't go and do their ordinary shopping. Of course, there are other supermarkets, even large supermarkets, where you can go. I mean, in most of France, this does not apply. You just go and do your shopping as you want in small shops, big shops, whatever. That's that's not under the the law. But there have been incidents that are really very violent and that give you the impression that people are being stopped from getting their, their basic needs. And usually it's The elderly who are used to go shopping there, and then they they arrive, they don't really know, and they they get they they get sent away. It's uh, it's very unsettling.
0: One of the things that France is well known for is that that culture of you know going out to to restaurants and bars, to cafes, to theater, all sorts of things that are sort of characteristic of France, at least to the rest of the world. We we look at France and have always have that image of you're in a cafe in Paris somewhere or things like that. And yet this is restricted for anyone in the population right now who refuses this kind of sanitary dictatorship.
1: Exactly. If you don't have the vaccine, or if you don't have a sanitary pass showing your COVID negative, you can't go, uh, you can't go into the restaurant or the bar, you can't even go and sit on the cafe. So you have incredible situations. And uh, (laughs) you walk through a cafe terrace, you have people right and left of you sitting having their coffee and not very many because attendance has gone down about 40% or more. Uh, So you see them left and right and you're walking through without a sanitary pass. That's no problem at all. But as soon as you sit down, uh you need to have a sanitary passer, or if you're inside and even if you want just coffee at the bar uh, it's uh it's it, it's it's completely uh,
0: surreal i must say it's obviously not about health because they're letting you um they're <laughs> letting you walk through they're letting you be there anyway you just can't engage um they'll even let you go through um and sit and have no mask on if you've got this so called sanitary pass which by the way if you're vaccinated you can still catch covid and you can still transmit covid so obviously nothing to do with health
1: that's what people say they get crazy about this and uh, i must say i can't tell you where but uh, my daughter was in the south of france and she had nowhere to have lunch she was with a friend and uh, they stopped at a restaurant and the restaurant and at the restaurant they told them well go and sit there and if you see little men and do you just run away no problem so huh. the <laughs> people who have the, you when you see people sitting at a restaurant uh terrace or cafe uh you're not even sure they have a sanitary pass but the the objective was very clear from the start and it was said privately but it was leaked into the press we're going to make life and please excuse the word so shitty for people who don't have the pass that they will want to get vaccinated and it's true that we, we see people who get the vaccine and they don't say they get it not to have COVID. They get it to be able to go to the bar or to, to go to, to travel. or That's the only reason they get it.
0: These videos with police coming to check COVID uh, sanitary passes of, uh, of re- people at restaurants and in cafes. Is that now a sort of frequent occurrence in France?
1: I can't believe that it is because there aren't so many police officers in France. And our experience uh, during the former lockdowns was that there were a few very public probes where they would uh, spend, let's say, two hours on uh, checking all cars coming through a certain point. But we tried to live through the lockdown as if it didn't, didn't exist. We, Well, we yes, we broke the law. Let's be very clear about that. And we never saw any control. So what I think is that there are so few policemen, and they have other things to do, that these controls won't be frequent, but they, there's always the fear of having them, and the fear is very heavy on, 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 on restaurant owners who, have, who will get a, a, a large fine if they don't control people. But what's also absurd is that they can control people, but not ask for their identity, so they're just controlling
0: a, a sign on a phone, that's all. One of the other interesting things is the connection to communism. Um, We've found, at least in the West, that there's a lot of people who don't recognize that connection at all. Um, Although immigrants, particularly Polish immigrants and and immigrants from Eastern uh, Europe, they say right away, oh my gosh, this is communism. What are we here for? We came here to escape this and now it's come here. Are there people in France who also recognize the communist undertones of what's happening?
1: Yes, I think so. Very many are talking about the sanitary dictatorship, and many are noting that the question is not at all a question of health, but of control. Just to give an example, now when you don't have a sanitary pass, you're not allowed to take a fast train, but you can take a succession of slow trains. And this is exactly what's happening in China with social credit, where when you don't have enough social credit, you can't take a bullet train, but you can take a slow train. It's the same sort of mechanism and I think the mechanism here is to make people believe they have a collective responsibility for the good of all and that individual rights don't count. I think that's really what's, what's, uh, what's pushing people into the street and they're making the parallel not only with communism but also of course what's Absurd is that you have a, a Communist Party, which is against the sanitary parts, but well, that's how it is. But, uh, they uh, They're making the parallel with what happened in 1940 with the German Nazi occupation. They, they, they feel it's the same sort of thing with the same th- sort of uh, squealing on your neighbor if you see he's not complying and uh, the idea that you're supposed to lay down your rights for for the collectivity
0: and this kind of creation of a well accepted second class citizenry is is truly striking um i think a, a lot of people are starting to feel what it you know what it's like to be a second class citizen a kind of racism extended toward you which is publicly acceptable i think a lot of um catholics have or strong Christians have felt that for a long time with regard to, you know, being against abortion or or same-sex marriage or whatnot, uh, or or the whole transgender agenda. But this is now getting extended far beyond uh, just Christians. A lot of people who are just freedom-loving or don't want their bodily integrity violated still believe in my body, my choice Um, when it comes to the vaccines. All of a sudden now they're finding themselves in these very strange situations themselves. There are people
1: who who did get the vaccine, but they are totally opposed to the sanitary pass for exactly that reason. And to come back on communism, uh, there are so many people who are going to lose their jobs. There are so many people who are having difficulty because there's less money coming in, there's less economical. Well, of course, the, the government in a truly 1984 fashion is saying, economy is booming. Restaurants have made 5% more than, uh, uh, than last year in this month. and and uh, they say everything's great but when you when when you see individual restaurant owners they say where's the where have the people gone we have 40% people less so in a way this is preparing another kind of communism where people will just have be in so much misery that they will turn to the state uh, for their income and i think that is one of the objectives we're going to and it it was it was uh, plainly said At the beginning of the crisis in in 2020, when when they started talking about a universal income in France, also politicians mentioned that.
0: Jean, any closing thoughts for us about France? Um, The one thing you mentioned there actually about people who are vaccinated. uh, There was that amazing video of people burning their sanitary passes. Um, Did you see or catch news of that?
1: That was in Italy. It uh, wasn't okay. in France. Okay. What I do see in France is the amount of people who are steadfastly going out every week to demonstrate. They're beginning to wonder: Should we put uh, parallel systems in place for payment, for uh, for exchange of goods? Uh, they there's really there's um there's a reaction which makes me think of what happened during the Manif pour tous. But it's different this time because it's not just a category, one category, the Catholic, traditional, uh, culturally formed people. It's really everyone uh, from, from, from all walks of life. And they're being, of course, ridiculed in the media. And they're, they're sticking to their, to their beliefs and to their opinions. And I think that, that, that's rather a good sign.
0: Jean Smits, thank you so much for being with us and for all your coverage at LifeSite News. Thank you, John Henry. God bless you and God bless all of you. We'll see you next time. Hi, this is John Henry Weston, the co-founder and editor-in-chief of LifeSite News. I'm coming to you today because we want to be sure that we are communicating clearly with you, our loyal followers. Things are really heating up, as I'm sure you can see. Christians, conservative truth-tellers are being targeted, are being banned from social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at an alarmingly fast rate. They are attempting to suppress any narrative that does not fit that of the mainstream media. We knew this day would come. We have been warning everyone who would listen and attempting to build up alternative platforms to continue to reach you. More than these alternative social media platforms, we highly encourage you to subscribe to our email newsletter. We have really built up a large list of loyal readers on our email marketing platform, and we have prepared several backup plans for, well, I want to say if, but it's really when we are removed from our current platform as well. Additionally, I really encourage you, as I said before, to make it a regular habit to go directly to LifeSiteNews.com. Make it your homepage. While all of these different platforms are an excellent way to curate your news, going directly to our website means that you will never encounter any censorship or sudden loss of LifeSite News reporting. Here's the thing. We will never stop sharing the truth. We founded this organization with the mission to be the life, family, and culture source for men and women who seek to know the truth. We have established a track record of honest reports, and this will never stop, even with censorship happening around the globe. Again, I'm encouraging you to join us on Parlor, MeWe, Rumble, and on our email list. You can find all the direct links in the description of this video. May God bless you and keep you, and we are so thankful that you've chosen to follow and support LifeSight News. I'm John Henry Weston co-founder and editor-in-chief of LifeSite News.